0: Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079, 528-7079, the X's and O's of coaching from the Upper Cumberland's best as we go Inside the Coach's Headset. Welcome, everyone, to Inside the Coach's Headset. Brought to you by Tony Smith, your shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 931-528-7079 for all your insurance needs. He's located right here in Cookville. And you're listening to the podcast on ucsportsnation.com. I'm your host, Amos Rogan, and thanks very much for joining us today. We've got a special guest that's uh first-year head coach at White County High School and their golf team, and they've re- seen some... A big success in placing seventh in the state this year. We'd like to welcome head coach Michael Cunningham. Coach Cunningham, welcome to the podcast.
1: Uh, Thank you, sir, for having me on. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Uh, Coach, uh, first of all, congratulations on getting to the state and placing in the top 10, placing seventh in the state. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your road into getting into coaching and how you got to be the head coach there at White County?
1: Uh, well, uh, the opportunity arose when, uh, Eric Mitchell, who had done it for, I believe it was 18 years. I decided he'd want to step down and, uh, just something I've always wanted to do a huge interest of mine is golf. and uh, I love the hobby as myself. I play as much as I can. And, uh, when he decided to step away, I just decided, you know, that's something I'd like to do. So I, I interviewed and, uh, got, uh, got the position along with coach Brandon Sims, me and him worked together, um, but just kind of. You know, just luckily the the position came available and I was uh, lucky enough to get one of the positions.
0: And uh, Coach Mitchell, uh, we've actually had here on the podcast not too long ago talking a little bit more on the basketball side than than golf. Uh, I know that it's been – he's held that position for a long time. Tell us a little bit about how you came in and you wanted to put in your – your mix of how you handle and manage your team versus uh, maybe a little bit of a difference in what Coach Mitchell had done?
1: Uh, I can't, We kind of took the uh, the thought this summer as we took over, you know, beginning of the season that we wanted to kind of golf as an individual sport, but it's also a team sport here and in high school level and college level, and we wanted to kind of turn this into more of a, a team atmosphere and you know, get the guys hanging out a little bit more and doing some things on the course uh, as a group, uh, you know, some more group teaching and things like that. Um, try to do a lot of fun stuff, you know, just together as a team away from the golf course a little bit here and there and just, uh, you know, just trying to feel more like a team uh, philosophy this summer. And I, I think that worked out for us because I think the guys, you know, were to play and didn't want to let each other down. Um, you kind of kind of see the team coming together a little bit when you kind of get a little, you know, kidding going back and forth between the guys and you know, not wanting to let each other down. Um but uh I think that that really toward the end of the season I could really see a difference in that.
0: And uh you know, obviously golf is you know, for a, a, an adult, golf is a, a, a hard sport. It's a frustrating sport mentally and sometimes you know physically as well. Uh how do you approach, you know, and obviously someone has to have an interest in golf in order to be able to make a commitment to be on the team but how do you address some of the things that uh mechanically that somebody might go through obviously like in baseball um you know somebody can have a really nice swing but get into a bad habit some, somehow or some way that alters their mechanics and obviously they're not they're not being able to perform at the highest level that they're capable of doing back that up into a teenager who's <laughs> who's probably not gotten full mechanics involved in full you know muscle growth for that matter uh in there how do you how do you do that
1: uh you know i don't consider myself at all a swing coach when you consider a golf swing is very complicated and there's a lot of different moving parts to it and you know i know uh, I have a swing coach myself. I play a lot, like I said. I, I, I kind of know the basics of, you know, there's a, a lot of just standard basic stuff. If you don't have that right, your golf swing's not going to be uh, anywhere near what it needs to be. So you know, I kind of work with them on the fundamentals, you know, alignment. You know, just the things that I know, grip, alignment, you know, just uh, to, to make sure that we're, we're doing those things. And, you know, luckily the guys that we've got on the team, they got great swings. They've got a kind of a, several of them go to a swing coach here and there that I don't have to kind of mess with that side of theirs, which helps out when we get on the course. We're talking more mental, you know, trying to not to make those mental errors and this course management, things like that. It's more what I feel like as uh, Coach Sims and I I's strong suit, try to get out on the course with them, talk through situations. And, you know, because as a teenager, like you said, some of these kids, their mind gets to wandering and their mind gets to going too fast. and next thing you know, they've made a, several mental mistakes. And that was what we tried to, to coach more this year was, to, to eliminate those mental mistakes, um, not really the physical mistakes you're going to make a bad swing you're going to hit it bad here and there, but just you know staying mentally focused and and you know eliminating those mental mistakes is huge, especially for you know a young teenage kid
0: and obviously, through those mental mistakes, a lot of them are eradicated through repetition uh, how how uh, do you get your players in order to get as many holes in as possible uh, uh what are some of the things that you do in terms of practice and and just the requirements of being able to play a certain amount of holes every week
1: well luckily like i said the guys we've had this year were were self-driven uh, they wanted to play they were out there i don't think there was a day or two that i didn't go out there that i didn't see somebody you know in the summer they were out there just playing and practicing and doing whatever they could and then Kind of when the season started, we put a few stipulations on. You know, you got to got to play so many holes, you know, like a nine-hole, uh, at least nine holes for the week and turn in a score. And those guys never had trouble getting out there and playing at least nine holes. Um and Then when the season started, we would do more of, uh you know, just drills around the greens, short game work, button chipping, trying to save ourselves as many strokes as possible. Um And we'd kind of put them through a little bit of drills. And I think that was something, again, uh, that Coach Sims and I took on this year was trying to get the guys to understand uh, a little bit more of the practice side of golf not just getting out there and just playing as many holes as you can get you know that's good in ways and and fun for these kids we want to make it fun but you know you you want to get in better and you want to improve in certain areas you got to put in the time and the practice and we tried to give them some drills and some fun things to do I mean I think that uh, toward the end of the season I started seeing some of the guys doing that I hope that kind of carries over into the summer and next year we'll see some more success
0: uh you've had a, a few people um uh, I, th- I i'm not for sure exactly how many you had uh, on your team this year but i do know that you had some some kids on your team that um could could make a lot of us old guys look pretty rough out there on the course uh, talk about a little bit about how you know coming in uh, getting your feet wet as as a as a first year coach but then Moving that into such a successful season to where uh, you've, you know the team as a whole placed seventh in the state, so uh, just kind of recap your season a little bit as far as as far as ho- how all that went down.
1: Well, we knew going into it beginning of the summer when we kind of met the kids and luckily I, I coach or I'm sorry, I teach fifth grade, so a lot of the kids that are on that team are the kids that I've had in the past. Uh, and I knew them, and they're good kids and I just kind of the first day we met, I knew we had a good group of kids that were going to work hard uh, so that gave me hope uh, and As we got into the season there, beginning of the season summer you know area there, I started to see that you know we had the potential all five six, seven guys that we had that were you know trying to get into that top five they were they were pushing each other, they were working hard, they could see that if they didn't work hard, they were going to get passed up, and I think that really helped. And toward the end of the season that, you know, you got to step your game up a little bit if you want to play and, then, you know, challenged each other. Um, and I feel like, you know, it just – the kids worked hard. I don't want to take any of the credit at all. They literally – they got out there. They're the ones that put in the work. I was there any time they wanted me to be. But, man, they just – they really saw the potential, I think. And we talked at the beginning of the season that, you know, we've got potential here. I don't care what happens during the season when it comes time, you know, Golf doesn't really matter. Regular season, it's when you show up at district and region tournaments, and we just kind of put it together all at the right time there, and got some lucky breaks here and there, and just you know, it just kind of all went our way there at the end of the year. And that's what we looked forward to. Beginning of the year was the end of the year. That's when we wanted to be. You know, like I said, we just we kind of took it as it was during the season, and we moved on. If we played good, if we played bad. It didn't really matter to us. We were just looking toward the end of the season there, and all the kids were we were really working hard.
0: And some of the things that, um, you know, honestly, we're kind of blessed in a way, and I think you would probably agree. We're, we we live in an area within the Upper Cumberland that has some absolutely beautiful golf courses. Uh, whether it be up in the Cumberland County area with with all that, you know, obviously Putnam County's got some nice courses. Uh, even white county with the uh, uh, you know the sparta country club and and going out towards the cab county river watch is a beautiful course. Uh talk to us a little bit about for those who may not know exactly how um you know the golf season works or is scheduled or, and who hosts and where who's considered home who's considered visiting as far as that, those types of things go. Talk to us a little bit about how uh, a, a golf match and a high school level is uh, set up, and 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 just how the thing, how it flows that way.
1: Okay, uh, I kind of learned myself this year as well. The first few times I went, I was kind of I didn't play high school golf myself. Got into golf late in life, um, but learned myself the first few matches. Uh, actually, there's a difference between like a tournament and a match. At the beginning of the year, we had a lot of tournaments that we would go to. Um, where there would be four, five, six, seven, eight schools that would show up. Um, basically, you're just pick you know, tea times with the the different schools. You play with different schools, and then uh, usually um, just kind of a one day tournament. You just play low scores, win. You take the best five scores uh, that you want to bring, and then out of those five, you take the best four team total. And that's kind of how you add those together, and you can teams place that way or you can place as an individual Uh, that's in the tournament play there's usually like i said several teams there and then a lot of times toward the end of the season we got more into the matches where um, it would either be a uh, another team show up that uh say at Sparta country club we would have a one team show up and it would be us against them we do the same thing we take the the top five boys and the top three girls and out of the top five boys you take the best four scores and out of the three girls you take the top two and you add them together and Winner is the, the low score. Uh, and then a lot of times we'll have a three way match where we'll invite like Cookville Livingston to Sparta or we'll go to Livingston with Cookville and, and Livingston will show up or, you know, three way matches sometimes work out to, to get more matches in. That helps out too. Um, but like I said, I learned a lot as we uh, went through the different tournaments. And there's a lot of, like you said, a lot of great courses around here and a lot of great people seem like work to make some good tournaments in Crossville, in Warren County, in Manchester. You know, in Cookville, there was a lot of great opportunities for our kids at the beginning of the year to feel that pressure of uh, the first tee ball of a tournament play.
0: You're listening to Inside the Coach's Headset, where we have the head coach of the White County High School golf team, Coach Michael Cunningham, on with us. Our podcast is brought to you by Tony Smith, your shelter insurance agent. Go see Tony at 425 East Broad Street, right here in Cookville, or call him at 528 7079. Coach Cunningham uh, obviously you know golf is not a um what i would call a very economic sport to participate in uh my clubs <laughs> I, I, I am a hack my game is pretty much predicated on me keeping the same ball at the beginning of my round through the end of it i don't shoot for score uh <clears throat> i i shoot in order to to be able to just survive around, I love it, but it I don't think the game loves me very much at, at a at a at a teenager's level in terms of of the equipment uh the time uh, all those types of things it's I, I know that it it can be quite expensive and it's probably as expensive as you want to make it but uh to to look at all the different choices and equipment and everything um me personally, I'm, I'm an old softball coach, and I used to tell my players all the time, a $200 bat's not going to fix a $2 swing. Uh, how do you kind of rein those types of things in in order to really make sure that the kids focus more on the mechanics than trying to rely on a, on a driver or a, a hybrid or, or something like that to somewhat correct some of the things that they may be doing wrong?
1: Well, you know, it's kind of funny you said that. At the beginning of the year, I remember talking to some of the kids, and they were uh, talking new equipment because every year you got the new stuff, the commercials come out with this and that, and it's better. And there's some truth to that. There's a lot of technology now that does help I mean, in a lot of areas. Um, but, uh, you know, I think just we went to uh, one place in Knoxville as a team and just got to hit some different clothes, and I think some of the guys started to see, you know, the, uh, the equipment they're hitting there is a little bit different than what they're used to in their own bag, but they weren't getting much out of it. Um, So I kind of think as a teenager, too, that uh, opened some of their eyes. You know, they hear all that noise outside. Um, But just getting out on the course and actually seeing the ball fly, seeing what they've got with their own clubs. uh, And I I think really they saw proof in the pudding, I guess you'd say, when they actually got to see it in person. I think that really helped uh, because some of our guys – Wanting some new equipment, things like that. You know, just hard work. Hard work pays off. That's all I can say about that. You know, new equipment's good, but you got to put in the work. All the new equipment can be in your bag, but it doesn't matter. Like you said, that $2 swing there is it's not going to change anything unless you get out there and work hard.
0: And I know that, as you said earlier, that you really focus on uh, the mechanics, the 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 practice. Uh, those types of things in terms of just playing the game, not necessarily you yourself uh, working as a swing coach. There's so many different dynamics of the golf game in in itself. Uh, How do you work into what I would assume is a fairly short season for golf? Because I think it it actually starts even before school begins uh, or the regular school uh, calendar begins. But, you know, reading greens, being able to learn how a are going to break, um, being able to, to know where to land a ball in a fairway in order to get a, a, a good roll uh, towards the green. Uh, what is, you know, I'm not asking you to, to, to share any secret sauce uh, that somebody else might pick up on that, that you might be competing against, but uh, how do you look at those types of things and be able to teach? Uh, a young player who's still learning uh, the game within itself, how to pick up on some of that stuff when they're out there competing inside of a match?
1: I think that kind of starts in the practice. Uh, If if you're waiting until the match, you're kind of behind the eight ball, I guess, so to speak, already. Our practice rounds, you know, that would be some of our practices. We would throw balls down short of the greens, long of the greens, and just kind of let them see, you know, club selection. Do I want to be long here? Do I want to be short here? You know, does it matter if I hit driver down the way on down the fairway? You know, or can I lay back and play smart and have the same score? You know, things like that happened in practice. We we tried to do a lot of that, like course management, where they would see, you know, where should I miss this if I just think my way through this before I just step up there and hit the shot. Think about that before I do it. Uh, And that happened in practice a lot. That was a lot of our practice was just mental preparation, you know, talking about the course. The kids know the courses we go to, and we just would kind of, Talk them through it a little bit, and you know, hopefully they pick up on some of it, and they can remember some of it as they're out there on the course.
0: And and, and coach, uh, obviously, again, uh, uh, golf is is something that someone has to be interested in uh, in order to really participate at this level. Um, how do you, you know, obviously you're going to get kids that want that love golf that their parents or, or their families have a, a a long-standing tradition uh, within it to, to play the game but you also have some other ones out there that might be a little bit interested in it. they don't know what everything's about uh, uh, when it comes to joining a high school team uh, how do you how do you plan on potentially even recruiting players if you want to call it that those who might just you know come to a, a uh, what I would call a discovery meeting at the at the beginning of the season, just to find out what it's about. Um, what are the perks of playing high school golf, and and how would you potentially recruit somebody to be on your team?
1: We have, you know, a team of like uh, we had five or six more guys that really didn't get to play that much this year. They would come out to practice. We would you know, put them with the guys that were gonna to get to play in the matches sometimes, let them see what it's like. We had took a guy a couple of the guys with us to some tournaments, um, just to watch to get that bug I guess where they saw how fun it looked, you know, just to see what an actual tournament looked like so that they would want to you know work harder to get there. Um some of our guys have already talked about next season they we've got some friends who are you know athletes we're trying to get the athletes to play golf now I think, you know, years ago it wasn't cool to play golf and you know, Tiger Woods turned it into it's a cool sport, and all the athletes are trying to play golf now. Even retired athletes, you know, that's what they go to, um, and hopefully, some of these kids can, you know, pick up on, pick a golf club up one day. Because once you hit a good shot, there's nothing like it, you know, just the challenge of it. It's, it's the hardest game in the world, but it's the funnest game in the world to me. Um, and you know, if they ever pick up those clubs, kind of get to play them with their friends. Uh, you know, hopefully, we can get some guys out there with some athletic ability and just see what they've got.
0: And I think you're right. You know, players like Tiger, uh, Rory, McIlroy, uh, th- those types of younger players have really made golf cool. But uh, I would say, and would wonder your thoughts the 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 popularity of the popularity of Top Golf and uh, how that's come about. And you see people out there that's probably never picked up a golf club before in their life, and suddenly they're having a good time.
1: Right. Well, that's one thing we actually uh, wanted to do as a team. We've not gotten to do yet. Maybe all, this off season we'll take a trip down, to take the kids to top golf. You know, it's like you said, it's just the the atmosphere. If you ever pick up a golf club, get to play in it. Uh, there's nothing like hitting the perfect golf shot, the feeling of it. You know, just the satisfaction of it. I guess you'd say. Um, you know, I think the top golf, like you said, has really brought in some people who have never picked up a golf club, and maybe they pick up one day, and then the next thing you know, they want to go out and play on the real golf course uh, to grow the sport.
0: Well, Coach, uh, I, I really appreciate the time that you've uh, uh, taken out of your day. I know that you're probably in your your break time right now from school. Uh, appreciate you taking time out to talk to us today here on Inside the Coach's Headset. Uh, best of luck to you as far as uh, the future. You've you've set the bar high already by going to the state tournament and placing in the top ten in the state. So. Uh, I think a lot of people might be shooting for you next year, but uh, good luck to you and hope to talk to you on further
1: down the road. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, look forward to next year. We're ready to work. Inside the Coach's Headset, presented by Tony Smith, your hometown
0: shelter insurance agent. Call Tony at 528-7079. 528-7079. The X's and O's of coaching from the Upper
1: Cumberland's best as we go inside the Coach's Headset.